Welcome to the Nexus of Adventure, where stories transcend the page, a place where heroes and villains clash. This is Break, Battle, and Roll. Welcome back. It's once again time to break battle and roll. I am your GM, your DM, your barkeep upon a certain ship out in the mysterious seas. My name is Aaron Rollins, and I am here with my three wonderful players, beginning with the voice of the apprehensive Kenku bard, Chad Stafford. I am Timothy Biscuit, and now you may proceed to move on to the next wonderful person in this party. Thank you. Thank you for that. Next is the voice of the scandalous (laughs) aquatic half-elf warlock. We're talking about Sherman up in here. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Janelle Wilkie. He was caught licking himself in the town square. Scandal. Outrage. Scandalous. The papers won't shut up about it. <laughs> this is, is, are we doing Bridgerton now? Is this what this is? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, hi. This is Flowerkraut. I like to eat ass and drink cups of tea, and I'm all out of tea. <laughs> <laughs> wow! <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, I totally... What is happening? I took Sherman's line, I'm so sorry. I think uh, Scandalous (laughs) is uh, not quite strong enough. Uh, (laughs) And, of course, last but certainly not least, the remorseful Dogfolk Paladin, voiced by Dustin Blushman. Um, I'm also feeling remorseful and confused at the moment from what is what in the world is happening. Um, <laughs> woo! Okay. I thought Sherman could relate to that. I'm sorry. <laughs> sniff, sniff ass, Sherman. maybe. maybe oh, Sherman. Oh. I play. Oh my god! I am broken. I am a broken Sniff's- man. Sniffs ass, and if his tummy's upset, we'll eat grass. It's Sherman Shepard. <laughs> oh, good one. See, this is why you're on the marketing team, Chad. I, I thought this whole thing was going to go in a different direction, and I had this whole lead-in, liney, rhymy doodad to go with, but no, this is fine. Sherman <laughs> Sherman Shepard, the, 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 the sad, the happy dog who's sad and... Hurt. <laughs> I guess, yeah, Sherman's right. Like, there's too much levity going on here after the very I, sad I, last episode. You know, what I was gonna say was Sherman Jeopard, he's a dog, not a llama, and he keeps running into severe trauma. But <laughs> good, good rhyming word there. I, I approve. I mean, for all those people out there that are confusing him with a llama folk paladin. You know. <laughs> Don't give me yeah, ideas. Knock that out. Ooh, I do want to see that now. <laughs> is that is that like um, bit or uh, lay on spit for your uh, your healing or something <laughs> like? <laughs> lay spit. on him. All Could right. Be. Well, on our last break, battle and roll, the entire patronage of the story arc celebrates Timothy Flowerkraut's and Sherman's victory, ridding the storage room of the hellish threat. 
They're rewarded with a bounty of food and another round of drinks. Timothy tries to aid Flowerkraut in slipping a naughty note to Rizzy, though Rizzy notices the gesture and ends up reading it while present at the table. Blushing, the goblin disappears back into the fray of the tavern. The barkeep takes Timothy away from the table momentarily. And, and does nothing. He does nothing. Doesn't give me anything. Mm, mm, that's right. Plug your ears, Sherman. Uh, hands him two treats intended for Sherman. Leftovers from another traveling party. He explains to the Kanku that it might be best not to let him see the treats until he plans to give him one. And that the timing of the snack would be best. From what the half-orc had heard, the treats can give dogfolk a boost when heroism is necessary. The trio fills up on the delicious feast while Timothy plays a song of rest on his lute, bread roll in his mouth. The nearby passengers turn their attention to the bard and give a hearty applause as, as he strums the last chord. The barkeep himself claps nearby, then bears the sad news that the story arc was approaching their destination. He explains that, among other things left unknown, it's never clear how long one would be able to enjoy their stay on the story arc before arriving at their next stop. He asks the three to pack up their, their belongings and approach the gangplank on the upper level. Without a second thought, Timothy, Flowercoat, and Sherman shove as much food into a doggy bag as they can and head upstairs. Timothy flips a coin to Chiton on his way, seeing that the steward was already hard at work repairing the hole in the storage room floor. Sherman finds some mustard on the gangplank as the barkeep opens up the hatch. <laughs> Truly the mystery. I can't ask questions, but the mustard does persist, I do. And bids them farewell, stating, You're where you need to be, which is the place that will take you to the next destination upon which your journey proceeds. Good luck to you, heroes, and until next time. He's so cryptic. <laughs> the three of them step off the story arc onto a humble dock. They turn to find the ship gone, vanished, as it was never there. They step onto the island, unsure of their location, but soon find fields of daisies. Spinning up a cloud of allergies, Sherman starts rolling in the flowers while Flowerkraut picks a few for her mortar. They spy a sign pointing further down the road to a town called Wallach and continue on until they turn a bend and are greeted by a human farmer loading a wagon. He introduces himself as Jokan and offers each of them a moiki fruit. Flowerkraut immediately realizes where she is, the island of Praxel. Curiously enough, the farmer didn't immediately treat her with disdain. Jokan makes the assumption that the trio were on Praxel to attend the harvest festival along with the ritual of renewal. He said he was running late himself and asked if they would help him load the crates of moiki fruit onto his wagon, and then they could ride together to Wallach. Sherman jumps to assist the farmer, while Flowerkraut pulls Timothy aside and explains that she was going to change her quote-unquote look. Many questions come to the Kenku's mind, like... What was that note to Rizzy all about? <laughs> <laughs> that was the question that came to mind right away. After calming the poor bard's anxiety attack, Flower Kraut goes about magically altering her image into a beautiful young woman putting on a fashion show for Timothy. Meanwhile, <laughs> up on the farmhouse hill, Jokan points out the crates to the paladin. He goes about explaining how Praxil is blessed by Miriam herself and that the ritual of renewal is important to everyone on the island. An insect lands on Jokan's neck and he slaps it. The farmer nervously brushes off the situation, thinking that the bug, quote-unquote, slipped through somehow. Sherman picks up a few crates while Jokan manages one, and they head back down the hill 
when the buzzing of a swarm is heard behind them. Violent insects envelop Jokan as he screams for help. No, it's the flays! Sherman drops his crate and dives on the human, covering him from further injury, though he finds the old man unconscious. Timothy and Flowerkraut rush in just in time for two humanoid-sized, prey mantis-looking creatures to land flanking them. The warlock turns and immediately casts sleep on one of them, causing it to crumple to the ground. Timothy pulls his lute and weaves his whispers into the resonating strum, dissonantly destroying half of the swarm's brains while they stab ineffectively at Sherman's armored back. The dogfolk paladin licks Jokan, bestowing him with life again, then stands up and places his shield over the farmer. He turns their, his attention towards the prey mantis, which claws at him. The unrelenting swarm dives back in. However, they find Jokan underneath Sherman's shield. He cries, Miriam has forsaken us! As they viciously attack, once again silencing the human screams. Sherman turns and bellows, How dare you! And exacts radiant justice on the remaining insects, bursting the swarm in divine anger. He then charges his blade with more power, fueled by Trithereon, and smites the prey mantis into oblivion. A dull buzz is still heard as the last threat goes down. They quickly look over the hill and see hundreds more of the humanoid-sized insects accompanied by even more, larger swarms. Moving along the crops of moiki fruit, Sherman grabs Jokan and they hustle to the wagon where they set him down to look him over. The poor human, however, is lifeless. Flowerkraut takes the reins and steers the horse forward as Timothy looks off in the distance at the infestation of flays while Sherman wallows over the loss of their new friend. Together, they ride towards Wallach. And that was the sombering end of our last episode, guys. Yes, thank you for punching punching the levity right out the window. Sherman and I are about to uh, reenact the opening of uh, Skyrim at the in the back of this cart. So, um... oh, you're finally awake. <laughs> um, all right, so the horse and, and wagon are moving. Uh, yep. Flowerkraut's moving towards town. Whipped enough, whipped enough uh, effort into this horse to get it moving away from the farm, and you're you're on the road to Wallach. Yeah, apparently not very skillfully. I rolled an eight at, at the time, but still, we're, we're getting somewhere, apparently. Well, the horse has definitely caught the sound of buzzing behind it and seems to be self-motivating right now, and it's, it's hustling. <laughs> yeah, how fast approaching is this swarm? Are we kind of being overtaken by some of the lesser insects, or is it so, like we see it like a cloud looming towards us? You look back, and you see that... The insects don't seem to be very concerned about you, if if not even aware. These things are just chomping at the crops. They are pestilence upon Jokan's farm. And any any moiki fruit that aren't in a crate in the wagon are, are likely going to be gone soon. Oh fuck. Okay, so they're they're just they're just here for the fruit. It would seem that way. I mean besides the ones that attacked you. All right, as Flowerkraut looks ahead uh, towards the town, is it is it kind of coming into view at this point? Um, not even. Um, okay. Praxel, Praxel is a fairly sizable island, and you're not quite sure how far it is to the town. From your oh. memories of being on this island, you've, you've, you hadn't even explored the whole island, and you certainly don't remember you don't remember like all of the roads, roadways and different farms and stuff. So you're still kind of questioning, you know, which side of the island you're on. 
um, as you're trying to remember like how much you traversed it. All right. But um, Wallach is not in the in the distance. In fact, mm. you guys crest a hill, and you see off in the distance there's a very large river ahead of you, and the oh, road wow. seemingly runs straight to it. And there's like no bridge or anything for the river. As you're trying to see around the trees, there doesn't seem to be a bridge. And as the horse hustles down this hill, uh, what comes into view is it looks to be like a dock and a ferry system. As you get closer, you see that there are posts attaching a rope line across the length of uh, the, the width of the river. And it is a ferry, you know, a large ferry that, you know, could load wagons onto it, but it uses a rope and pulley to actually pull the ferry across to the other side. However, when you finally get all of this in full view, the ferry is on the other side of the river. Oh, crap. But we still have the pulley. Yeah, the pulleys are, are all there. There doesn't seem to be anybody attending the ferry either. It looks like maybe the person who would be uh, in charge of this either has gone home for the day or maybe they've already left for the Harvest Festival and they think that everyone else has already, anyone who was going to need to cross the river has already come. So we can see, we can easily see the other side of this thing. So what's the, what's the distance between the two sides? So it's about 120 feet Okay, yeah. I was gonna say Sherman, throw me, but that's not gonna work. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm not gonna be able to throw you that far, buddy. Um, I could possibly pull the I could possibly pull the the ferry back, but it might take a few minutes. I don't know how much time we've got. I I tug the reins and stop the horses from moving. Okay, the horse stops. Hey boys, uh, we got we got a little problem up here. Looks like uh, our ferry. Our way to get across this river is on the other side of the river. I'd like to I'd like to go ahead and take a look at whatever the mechanism is that would have the ferry come back to our side. Is it is see if it's manual or magical or something. Um, this is definitely a very manual system. Uh, you would okay. walk out on the dock and there's a rope. Uh, there's actually two posts. Uh, it looks like the ferry attaches to two parallel ropes that, that, that span the width of the river. Uh, and you would pull on the winch and it would start to pull the ferry back. Okay, well, I certainly would like to do that. Okay. Sherman, go ahead and give me an athletics check. All right. Athletics. Oh, that could have been better. That's a 12. All right, so you start pulling on this thing and you realize it's is very tough to pull this thing back. Um, there's a lot of weight on the other side. And your first thought, Sherman, is that this is not something that just one person does. This is probably something that maybe like a crew of ferrymen uh, work together. Is it, I, do we need someone at least on the other side? I, I size up Timothy and Flowerkraut like right away. I, and I'm, I'm like- I've got a plan to shape water to kind of help with this situation. Oh. So, Flower, uh, you, you know, interesting enough, you look across the river to the other side, you can see the same pulley system over there. And yeah, yeah you would assume that there's somebody, there, would, there would be somebody on the other side pulling the rope up while someone on this side pulls it down. 
and it would make the job a lot faster. All right, this is this is me in my like very newness to this game. Can I shape water to like move the water out of the way and we can like walk across the river, like the river bottom? Um, as cool as that would be, shape water is uh, it's kind of limited to like a five by five square. Okay. So like you could shape water in an area in front of you to part and you could walk onto the ground as long as, you know, it wasn't more than five feet deep, I guess. Right, and the carriage is longer than five feet, so right. no, no dice. All right, so I am just going to kind of water jet my body across the river. <laughs> so you're gonna, you, you wanna use shape water to kind of like float yourself or swim yourself over, over to the other side. Yeah, I'm gonna turn myself into a water rocket. <laughs> awesome. Would that also be using Elderly Blast, or is this oh, just... Oh, uh, you better believe it. <laughs> oh, man. You best believe <laughs> the propulsion system. Okay, well, that's a, that's a very interesting use of shape water. She works in mysterious ways. I kind of, I kind of totally love it. All right. But do I need to like roll something to make sure I'm successful at this or can I just be amazing at it? <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm just willing to say you're amazing at it because oh that's just goodness. a really cool idea. All right, I run at the freaking river and go, <laughs> wait, and just... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, so the thing about it, it's, it's, it is cool. You're like rocketing yourself across, but you're not like rocketing at super high speed. You're like, <laughs> way, and you're still moving <laughs> like normal speed. <laughs> it's like it's like a trolling motor on a fishing boat. You're just like, <laughs> uh, flower crowd. This yeah. is a no wake zone. You gotta you gotta tone it down a little bit. <laughs> There's a sign right there. We have to respect the sign. <laughs> So yeah, you're you're and you're definitely not um, avoiding getting completely drenched in water, but you are you are in fact, you know, swimming yourself over to the other side. Meanwhile, Sherman and Timothy, you guys uh, notice that the horse is kind of getting antsy because there's still buzzing a dull buzz off in the distance behind you, and it, it's like starting to fidget a little bit, and the wagon's kind of shaking a little bit. Are you guys still on the? I mean, we'll. German's not, I got off Timothy, the wagon. Timothy, are you on the wagon? Um, you know, I would assume I was because I getting a higher vantage point. So I am still, I'm still in the wagon. Okay, so the wagon's you know shuddering a little bit with the horse fidgeting around. It seems like it doesn't want to stay where it is because it doesn't know what's behind it. And uh, Flower, you uh, you're still traveling. This is a, a bit of a distance. <laughs> To get across, yes. <laughs> but, 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 you're, but you're not having, you're basically just surfing to the other side. You're just like, you're, you're shaping the water to be one big gnarly wave. <laughs> My body is the surfboard though. I'm just, yes. <laughs> I look like a boat going across. She's, she's just planking across the whole river. Yes. <laughs> I wonder if she learned that on the booze cruise. <laughs> Hell yeah, motherfucker. I'm starting to think she is the booze cruise. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it, it looks like, Timothy, to you, that the horse is eventually going to, like, book for it unless it, something uh, stops it from that. 
unless a certain Kenku can stop it. Yes, I my I could attempt an animal handling check, but I was wondering if I could potentially cast minor illusion and you know create both a soothing sound and visual for the horse maybe like an open field and try to distract it from the 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 oncoming threat that's a that's an interesting idea uh why don't you roll me a deception check with advantage Ooh, i do like having advantage on things here we go here's the first one that is a 15 and the second one is a five we'll do the 15 15 sounds good Okay, so you're, you're limited in how much of an image you can give the horse, but soothing sounds for sure. I mean, like the image you would have to like basically place on the horse's head because uh, it's, you know, you're, I think you're limited to like a five foot cube area of illusion, but the horse definitely calms down and uh, you essentially gave it noise canceling headphones and it can't hear the buzz <laughs> anymore. Listen, these are very expensive. It's it's the most expensive thing I own, so I'm gonna need these back. But I think you need them in this case. You need them more than I do. So uh, here, this is a little mixtape that I put together. It's just soothing sounds of the forest. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so the horse seems calm and Flowerkraut, you reach the other side where the fairy is. Hell yeah. And yeah, fairy is uh, empty and there's no one around but you do see the pulley system over there. I just remembered something. Sherman has seen flower in her flower form, but has not commented on it. Is it because I smell the same or? I think it may be because you smell and sound the same. <laughs> he he yeah. just didn't even notice that I changed appearance at all. Well, tech, I, I don't know if I've had time to really reflect on what's happening yet. Oh, it's been a, it's been a very, very intense four minutes. So here's a question. When, uh, I know you guys did the fashion show last time. What, uh, what is Flowercount wearing in her, in her, uh, hot bod disguise? Oh my God. Um, I, did we even mention it last time? I think you guys were in the middle of a different, you know, going through different outfits, but you never decided on. Yeah, we one said it was yeah, one. Of, it was like definitely we, one of those uh, montage sequences. Like it was a montage. I just, I feel like you said some sort of color, like yes, the red or something like that. <laughs> so yeah, we'll um, let's just say. Uh, well, I don't know. It, flower flower crowd is still pretty utilitarian, but um, it's it's going to be a cute red like festival outfit something she would think would be at a harvest festival so like a cute little tunic and some flowers around it and some cute little leggings okay cool so yeah i mean sherman may not have even had a chance to look you over because he's so concerned about everything else going on but uh you smell the same and you sound the same so but yeah uh you get to the other side and... And I shout to Sherman, I think we gotta try this pulley together. All right, I hear you. All right. So what this will do is this will essentially uh, be that flower card is providing the help action to Sherman. Sherman, okay. you can now roll athletics with advantage. Okay, roll number one. Let's go with that second roll. 
alright, these dice hate me. These dice want to impede our progress. So, you guys start pulling on this thing, and part of the pulley system gets completely wrapped up and caught. And it looks like there's almost like a knot now, and it stops uh, It stops moving. So, like, the, the ferry is, has, was, has pulled away from the dock that you're at, Flower, mm. but it's about maybe 15 feet away from the dock at this point when it suddenly just gets completely hung. And you can see, well, actually, both of you are, are, are wondering, where does, this, where does this get hung up? Like, is it on my side? Is it on your side? Is it in the middle? What, what's going on? Yeah, what's the deal? I need you guys to both make perception checks. All right. Okay. Here. Here, real die. You would never hurt me, would you? 14. I got 12. Okay. Sherman, it definitely seems like it's on your side. There, in, in, with, there's a couple pulleys that work into this, and one of them, the rope has fallen off the pulley, and it's uh, wrapped around the second one. Oh, that just, that's a bad, that's a bad time. Oh, man. Okay, uh, is that something that I can reach and try to re-rig back into its proper spot? It's, this post is probably 15 feet tall, so you'd have to climb up to get to it. Well, you know I'm good at that. Tim? Timmy? Yes? Hi, 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 uh, can, can I call you, is that okay? No. I mean, I have very few preferences in life, but that's certainly one of them. Uh, uh, all right, uh, uh, all right, Timothy. Um, there, there seems to be a, a bit of a snag on the line. Um, you're you're a spry, light, limber feller. You think you could climb up there and maybe get that knot untied or or re re loop the loop? If you will, I will see what I can do. It certainly seems a bit safer than when we scaled a mountain and uh, had acid, you know, water at our heels. So, uh, yeah, this seems this seems doable. Uh, do, you, do you want me to go like watch the horse? Um, he takes a takes a glance at the horse. Uh, what is it? Is he is he jamming out to some good ASMR of the of the natural <laughs> oh, forest? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> All right. The, the the horse is in deep meditation. Just... <laughs> no, no, he's no, he's good. He's good. All right. Well, I will. I'll stand down here. I'll stand down here, and I'll catch you if if you fall down. If uh, if Sherman gives me like one of those a good boost? like a boost. Uh, could mm -hmm. I roll acrobatics with the help action? Yes, you can. Uh, oh, I'll yeah. give you a so, boost. So this is a this is an example of climbing that I will totally allow for acrobatics because you're basically just like pole climbing, you know. With you know, you're you're not necessarily needing a ton of upper strength. I mean, I guess in, in like depending on the the person climbing it, but he can throw you up there, and you can basically just like push yourself off, you know, kick off to the side of it, and then get up to the top. So go ahead and roll with advantage. I'm definitely going to want to do that. Here we go again. Oh, that's a nat 20. <gasps> oh. Oh, yeah. That's a yeah. boost, baby. Wowee, a 26. That's a boost. Yeah, that's a boost. Sherman uh, interlocks his, his paws, and he uh, launches you up. You Woo! basically skip 
you skip up the pole and you are basically balanced on the very top of it. Be a bird, you must be swift as coursing river <laughs> with all the strength of a great Cancun. <laughs> Amazing. And once again, we see the majestic potential in Timothy Biscuit, the, the Kenku that flew. <laughs> Someday I'll be the Kenku that actually flew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're up at the top. Uh, this is a mess up here. Oh, this is, there's your problem right there. This is a hoof. You know, this is, this is, this would be some kind of like contract labor job if I do say so myself. Uh, we, we don't have time for that today. Well, if this was a normal situation, this would be something you'd call a supervisor over because it's a mess. Uh, all right, what are you doing? Would I have to do some sort of... My brain just went to the uh, FFG system of Star Wars, but <laughs> I'm like... <laughs> Roll mechanics check. I was just about to say mechanics check, but that's not in this at all. You can roll... Let's have you roll a... I guess a sleight of hand might be the best one because you're having to, you know, get down and move these ropes around and untie them. And so that's going to take some dexterity. Okay. I can do that, hopefully. Also, I roll an eight, you know? As <laughs> I see that. <laughs> I just uh, got a little winded on my way up. Uh, singing and climbing at the same time was just not a good use of my, my resources. So you're able to get the rope off of the pulley, but you drop the whole rope and it falls down to where Sherman is. Oh, oh, no, it's supposed to stay. It goes up there. Oh. You can see the, the pulley, it goes, you wrap it around. You see that metal spindle-like thing? You wrap it around that. I feel silly. I thought you just wanted the rope. If, if that's the case, you did a really good job. And I'm proud of you. I'm going to throw this back up to you, okay, buddy? Okay. I appreciate you, Sherman. Thank you. Okay, Sherman. Uh, you, you coil the rope up again, and yeah. you're going to toss the whole thing up. Roll a athletics check with uh, no, just a normal one. Just this a normal may be one. our greatest foe yet. I was about point. to say, we've, uh, <laughs> we've taken on quite a few challenges already in our uh, short tenure as heroes, but this, uh, this one, this is the real boss. This is Cerberus ain't got nothing on this thing. Yeah, that'll be a that'll be a twenty-five. Ooh. One shy of a one shy of a twenty on the die. He throws wow. it and right. it, it, it perfectly like threads the needle and loops itself into the, me the <laughs> yeah. mechanism. Timothy has to do nothing. Um uh yeah, it, it lands I mean literally it lands in your hands, Timothy. Like it's just a perfect throw. Oh my goodness, Absolutely. Sherman, I wasn't even like looking. I was just staring off because, you know, I my, my I get distracted very easily and it's just in my hands now. Oh yeah, I used to I used to hitch up the horses back at the academy. All right. From from, from really far. Yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> <sighs> we we um, give them a lot of room to roam, okay? Uh, <laughs> all right. Timothy, let's do another sleight of hand check. For the love of all things that are good in this world, please. No, it's the same roll. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled the exact same thing. Oh no! How is that possible? The I rolled an eight twice. 
It's it's one of those moments where you're like, oh, I screwed that up. Let me just uh, let me just. Well, well, I did the exact I, same thing I did I the first drop time. Drop it again. <laughs> Drops it again. Oh no, God. Uh. <laughs> Tim Timothy, uh, you you good up there, buddy? I thought it was a snake for like a split second. <laughs> it kind of freaks me out. I won't lie. What the fuck is going on over there? <laughs> Sorry, Flower. Timothy thought the rope was a snake. It looked like a plain freaking jump rope over there. I saw Timothy um, looking like the most beautiful creature in the world as he scaled up a pole, and now he's flopping a rope around. And <laughs> you know, you know, you know when you're just like good at like maybe two things. And then you get responsibilities in life that require you to be good at some other things, but you just were not prepared for those things. That's kind of that's what I'm feeling right now. Um, all right, uh, Sherman, I'm, I'm assuming you're doing the same thing, coiling it back up to give I, back. I mean, I guess this is going to be the whole podcast now. It's just going to be yeah. this. What are we at? We're all at right. like we're at forty Here. minutes in, and all we've done is try to fuck with a pulley. <laughs> Somebody come get her. <laughs> I mean, so, so Sherman, the, the, the rope's in your hand. And yeah, while uh -huh. the pulley system's there to basically make this process uh, mechanical and, and easier, you can just pull on this rope and try to pull the ferry over to you rather than right, I'll pull. fix the pulley. Just give me, Sherman, please. I'll I need this. Just give me one more chance. Uh, oh, oh, just promise me the rope's not a snake and throw it back to me. <laughs> That's, I promise the rope is not a snake. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> for like a second, man, I swear it moved on its own. It, <laughs> that's, that's gravity. Oh. <laughs> God. It's only my worst enemy as a bird person, but... <laughs> I never thought it would it would hurt me like this. I'm so sorry. Anyways, just throw that back up here, buddy. All right, catch. That's a that was a 21. Okay. Uh, yeah, absolutely flies right back up to your hands. You have no problem catching it. <laughs> let's let's see uh, let's see Timothy fix its this system. Texture is very deceiving, but it is rope. <laughs> All right, here we go again. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh things are good yeah. in this world. That's a nineteen. I get a plus. I, was for I the get eight. a plus four at sleight of hand for crying out loud. Like uh, you rolled two uh, fours. That's the best. <laughs> All right, so a nineteen. Uh, Timothy, <laughs> knowing that this is not in fact a snake, and <laughs> uh, hoping hoping to save face, you are able to slip the rope back through the pulley system, and it drops down the uh, the other end drops down to where. Um, Sherman is, and it actually loops through so that it's back into its configuration where you could either pull up or push down on this rope to make the ferry move back and forth. So at this point, Sherman, you can once again, once Flower Kraut is given the, the green light to start uh, to start again, roll athletics with advantage. Hey! You good to go? Hey, Flower! Where? Yeah. I'm gonna... I'm gonna go. I think he. I think he's got it fixed up there. So I'm gonna go and I'm. I'm gonna go over to the pulley on this side, the little crank thing. Can you get yours 
and then ah. we'll do it at the same time, Hell like yeah. before. Okay, yes. let's do that. Oh, let's do that right now. All right, flower oh, crowd tugs, scamper. and she says, "We." <laughs> All right, so I'm rolling uh, with advantage for this. Yep. You said right? Okay. Don't fail me now. All right, so the first one is 18, and we'll keep the 18. All right. Yay! So the fairy begins to move, uh, and it's moving away from you, Flower Crop. Um, and you guys crank this thing all the way across the river, and the ferry now docks on Sherman and Timothy's side. Uh, as Timothy climbs down, he looks at Sherman. He's like, Sherman, I'm I'm so sorry. You know, feather fingers, they're good for taking things unnoticed, but when it comes to doing complicated tasks, they're just real rubbish. Uh, I know how you feel, man. I have, I have giant beans on my hands. <laughs> well, then share. <laughs> no, no, not... Look at my hands! Oh, sorry. Pecks. <laughs> Aren't they cute? Yeah. Everyone always says they're cute. They're adorable. They're, they look like beans. Like, I understand the similarities now. It, it's clear to me, but I'm still hungry. I'm, All right. I'm now well, wondering if birds think that dogs are cute. <laughs> <laughs> Also, Sherman, I've just realized something. If this wench system requires two people to be on either ends at all times, that means that one of us is going to have to swim to the other side. Uh, I can jet someone over to me once they're done doing the pulling. Um, that you 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 can do it, but your spell only has a thirty foot range, so oh, fuck. you'd have to. Yeah, it might be pretty difficult to pull that off with someone else. God damn it! I mean, someone could always shimmy across the rope. I was I'm... just about to ask that. How how tight rope of a situation does this thing look? Could uh, could someone uh, could someone acrobatics there? The one thing I can do. Could I do that? It sounds like a perfect application for acrobatics. Wonderful. You know what, Sherman? Um, I think I might be able to just get across on my own. So whatever we've got to do, I'm game for that. Okay, well, I'm gonna go ahead and get uh, get the cart on over here um, real quick, and and we'll we'll focus on that. And then if if I need to come back and get you, we'll figure it out. But I I trust you. You you're a very able-bodied bird. On the inside, he's just like, oh, he's lost faith in me. <laughs> I have... There's that anxiety spiking. Oh God. Again. <laughs> oh no! Like, oh, God, I'm just gonna go get the horse. Some feathers have fallen <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> for unknown reasons. All right, so you go over to the wagon, Sherman, and this this horse is totally jiving out. Just all right. Uh, I, this is something that I learned in uh, in stable class. I'm not gonna climb on. I'm going to take the reins from the front, like they do, and almost like a kind of like a tugboat uh, guide the larger craft into the right spot. Okay, so with Timothy's illusion spell still active on the horse, and the horse totally calm, uh, give me an animal handling with advantage. Okay. Oh, with the advantage, that is a natty 20. So 21. Oh, man. Yes, two, two for sure Ow. already. No problem at all. The horse literally, like, you barely even have to tug on this, this horse. It just kind of walks with you. 
just just very calm, jiving out. You can see it bobbing its head to the music <laughs> of the forest. That's right. We're just going to the market. That's nothing weird happening today. We're just. Go- it sounds like I'm taking it to be no. <laughs> to be turned no. into glue. <laughs> yeah, glue. <laughs> like, no, we're not, every everything's we're fine. Not taking it to the vet. It's fine. <laughs> All right. So you get. You get the horse and wagon on the cart. The horse doesn't even seem bothered that it's on a watercraft. It's just so calm and cool and collected. What do you guys do? I tug. Janelle, who, who, what do you get for, is it athletics that we need to roll to get this thing across? Oh, yep. my athletics is so crap. It's minus one. I've got a plus two. So do you want to give me the help action so I can roll with advantage? Oh, yeah. Okay. You get the help. All right. All right. Wow, Tim. You, Tim, I'm sorry. I, you told me not to call you, you that. You're stronger than point, I thought you were. At this point, you can call me whatever you want as long as it gives you some sort of respect for me once again. I'm... What? Um, anyways, <laughs> oh I'm just going to get this thing moving. That was like... <laughs> I don't know if that instilled any respect from anybody. Flower crowd, <laughs> listen. This is a private conversation. Earbuds. Oh, oh Sorry. I don't even know how I hear you from all the way over here. <laughs> She's so old, but she hears so well. Hey, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> all right, the first roll is an 11. Okay. The next roll is a 16, so let's do a 16 oh. to get across. Man, what a beefy bird. Just cranking this pulley. He must respect me again. <laughs> <laughs> sweat just pouring off of the bird. Didn't even know birds sweat until now. And the ferry starts moving across so heavy. the river. Oh my god. Oh, everything in me hurts. And mm. Flower Cow, uh, roll perception as you're as you're pulling up on this thing, helping Timothy out. Sure. Oh, bots. <laughs> An eight. Um, okay. Eight is our curse. So the water seems a little bit choppy uh, as 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 you guys are moving the ferry across. Like it it was calm before, but it seems to have picked up a little bit. Sherman, I need you to also roll perception. Timothy, you're way too busy with this thing. All right. Is is there anything smell related to this perceiving? Roll with advantage. The salty seas are a little saltier. Uh, 15. You're crossing the river and you get a whiff of seaweed, like very strong seaweed. God, and Flower you... Kraut, you're, you're you left one hell of a wake across the water. <laughs> lingering. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's just how it goes. What, what are you what are you picking up, buddy? Uh, I don't know. Uh, something is definitely crying out for kelp. I'm sorry. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. You know, I actually, I didn't eat seaweed recently, so I don't know if that's me. You sniff the air and you kind of move your head as your sniffer points as to where the scent is coming from. And you look, it's further down the river. You look down there as you're holding the reins to this horse on the ferry. And further down, you see a figure standing on the water. Oh. It's oh. hair made of seaweed. 
and she's glaring at you. And you see her raise one hand and point back to where you came from. And then she points towards you and you hear a buzz above you. And you look up and all of you can hear this buzz incoming and you see one of these blades, the prey manis things, come flying in and it lands on the rope behind you, Sherman, and you see it begin to gnaw at the rope system. Oh, no. I am gonna quickly throw a javelin and hope I impale it in the head. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a, an attack. Alright, here goes nothing. Uh, 16. The javelin hits it. Roll damage. Uh, 10 damage. Seems that it it's very hurt. Your, your javelin's impaled in this thing. And it then it looks like it's going to retract. However, it is going to roll damage on the rope. So as it as your javelin hits it, it's almost simultaneous. Your javelin hits it. It's like backing away with this javelin in its in its chest. It snaps one of the two ropes that is connecting this ferry to the other side. So the ferry is still attached to the poles, but only one of the two poles. Oh. And it 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 immediately the whole ferry moves like diagonal because it's not it's no longer on a parallel system and the water's kind of rushing in and causing the the ferry to kind of, you know, shake a bit. This this flay takes off into the air and disappears. Uh, you know, as it's running away and you guys look back and she's gone. That was rude. However, this ferry system is no longer progressing the way it was with you guys before. Mm-hmm. You can still pull on this pulley system, but you're gonna have to pull harder because it's only working off of one rope now. Oh, crap. All right, how close is how close is the uh, uh, the ferry to me, by the way? So he's about halfway. He's at he's at 60 feet where the ferry is. Okay. Timothy, you uh, you realize that you know this has just gotten really tough as you're pulling on this rope. <laughs> <laughs> Sherman, I need oh. you to make an acrobatics check to keep your balance as the boat is literally like kind of swaying with the with the river at this point. Can I get like a, a jive check to see is how the if the horse has still got the beat? Um, as long as you haven't uh, ended your spell, then the horse is uh, is jiving. <laughs> the most chill horse ever. Oh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> That sounds like a nat one. Bro. I'm in the water. <laughs> oh no! I'm in the water, aren't I? I rolled. You know. You know what? I, you know what happened? A nat one. I'm guessing. Yeah. All right, yep. Sherman. You. The jolt sends you off the ferry. However, the horse and wagon are still on there, and they have. They're just fine. They're just. Fine. <laughs> the horse doesn't even notice that you're gone. Uh, so you land in the water. You're about to get carried with the river. What if I doggy paddle? Um, you absolutely can doggy paddle. You're going to be rolling um, athletics with disadvantage because you've got armor on. And 
But the other thing is, is that a loose rope just fell into the water as well. Oh, heck yeah. I want to grab that. Mm. All right. Roll an athletics check with disadvantage to see if you can swim to the rope. All right. You gave me one bad. That's enough. For the... Okay. You said disadvantage, you monster. Okay, never mind. <laughs> you monster. <laughs> okay, so uh, it's not a nat 20, but it is... Uh... Oh, it's a sad waste of a nat 20 to not get to keep. Uh, that is a 19. Total. Wow. Still with good. disadvantage. Nice. Dang. Yeah. Man, yeah. Doggy paddle away. Uh, Sherman, you're able to swim over yeah, to the yeah, rope yeah, that yeah, was yeah, just yeah, cut yeah. by the flay, and you're, you grab onto it. You're no longer being you know, taken down the river and you can start, you start pulling yourself, but however, you can't get back to the the ferry because the rope is essentially going to, it's, you know how the rope is now veering towards the shore because it's no longer connected across the river. So you're, you're pulling yourself over the, the boat, however, continues to rock and you guys do see that the wagon is kind of like shifting Mm. on the ferry. So Timothy and Flower Crowd, you guys are are you continuing to pull at this thing, trying oh, yeah. to get it across? Yeah, as okay. soon as it Tim- gets in range, I'm going to use shape water to give it a nice current towards me, but until then, it's all the okay. <laughs> all my old lady muscles at work. Alright, uh Timothy then it's going to be a athletics check with advantage. But the difficulty is higher now. Okay, let's do this. Oh, another Nat 20. <laughs> nice. No need to roll again. Oh, the strength of that boy. Unless you unless you want to see if you get two Nat 20s in no, a row. I'm good. Don't take it down. I want to tempt fate. <laughs> wow. How the heck with it? Let's do it. The- I'm just curious now. No, it's not going to be as good. I don't want to do it. No, I'm not doing it. I want to, <laughs> but I'm not going to. Oh, man. Timothy, you put everything into I just into imagine this. Sherman just respecting me so much. Becoming an initiative pal and, and having having a family once again and just being a part of something greater and it pushes me to my absolute bird limits. You you look up and you see that pulley system that you just fixed and you're so proud of how well it's working and you just pull on this thing and the fairy gets within uh, spell range of you, Flowercraft. All right, yes. You reach out, you cast shape water, you basically start isolating this hev- the heavy river around it, and you guys are able to pull this thing all the way up to the dock on your side. Sherman, you're you're on the shore at this point, but you're a little, oh, little bit downriver, but you're you're hanging onto that rope. All right, Timothy, hell yeah! Thank you for helping take it to the finish line. <laughs> that was <laughs> thanks, thanks, buddy. You. Yeah. You, you're, you're so strong. You're, 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 you're so, so strong, you're so nice. Timothy. You're such a nice, you're such a nice person. I'm gonna lay down now, and then Timothy just falls to the ground for like two seconds. <laughs> so you guys get the ferry to the other side, and uh, you know you wrap the rope around you know the post to keep it in place because the river is still kind of pushing it off to the side a little bit but you can you can still get the wagon off because the the way that the dock is designed is to kind of fit the ferry into it and with timothy's amazing role to pull this thing into place the ferry docks even though the river's coming and then of course uh flower spell is keeping the water calm around it 
Sherman, you pull yourself out of the water and you're able to rejoin everybody dripping wet. Oh, oh, hold on. Wait, is Timothy across yet? Um, but there is there is still one rope that spans the river and that one you can use to shimmy across. So the first thing you'll have to do is get up to the top of the pole and then you can shimmy with an acrobatics roll. So go ahead and give me a acrobatics to get up. Just to get up. I think I just to get up, I'll give you an, an athletics uh, acrobatics. I don't even know anymore. I'm so tired. Uh, what do you want from me, God? <laughs> what, what more do, What more can I give to you? Timothy, I'm so proud of you. Don't let me down. Oh, God, I don't, I can't keep collecting people in my life to always let down. You put so much pressure on me. <laughs> Timothy, are you okay over there? Do you need me to motorboat you back over? <laughs> <laughs> she just sticks the kinku in her cleavage and then... <laughs> Just, just two of these legs sticking out while she's freaking surfboarding across. <laughs> Climb aboard, Timothy. Wee. <laughs> All right, uh, let's let's see that acrobatics to get up the uh, up the post again. Okay, here we go. No. Um, how's a how's a how's a thirteen? Thirteen's just fine. You okay? Um, it was you, very rude. It was run. stuck on fifteen for quite a while, and then it just went whoop to a seven. Um, you you run at the post and kind of do the, the ninja run up and pop as much as you can. And then you just kind of shimmy with your legs around the post up to the top. Um, and now give me an acrobatics check to skirt across the rope. Oh God, there's so much activity today. I need a, a break, a sleep, a rest, a nest. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, um, hmm, 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 I am, mm, 10? Actually, so go ahead and roll with advantage. I usually allow anyone who's using a rope to roll with advantage for any kind of climbing or moving check. Mm. It's kind of like having... Mm. Mm Mm-hmm, yes. (laughs) How does does an 11 sound? Is that little little difference there just just blow your freaking mind? I I threw that in there mostly for just meta info, but the 10 was was actually the check. So uh, you wrap your legs around the rope and you start pulling yourself across. (laughs) And man, would this be easy if you could just fly. God. That's good. Down to business to defeat the rope. Your head's pointed up as you're hanging there from the rope and you see, you know, a bird fly over you. God talked to me and he said, motorboat. (laughs) (laughs) Was that to the Pokemon theme? (laughs) No, it's to to the theme of let's get down to business. Oh. Of blood. It's another... Call back to the first song I sung. You get across the river, and you're now there with everyone else. And now, Flowerkraut, you were already soaking wet from surfboarding across the river, but uh, now you're even more wet because Sherman just sprayed whatever was on him. Mmm. I love wet dog aroma. Thank you, Sherman. Uh, hi. Hi. You doing uh, okay, Sherman, pal? Sherman rubs his eyes and then looks again. Is, oh. 
Looks like you, you... Were you, like, really dry before? <laughs> and now, like, you just... Ex- oh, I, my... <laughs> you look... You, you look... You're... Rejuvenated. Thank you. Uh, you're adorable, Sherman. No, um, I, I can actually change my appearance. So I made myself look younger and more well-preserved and less arid and... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I change my appearance too, and I uh, I go ahead and I push my lip up above my teeth. Like, <laughs> uh, yes. they just they just love it when I do that. When you know, yeah, you know. I like, oh, see, you get it. You know. Yeah. That's yeah. like that. Tim Timothy, you're doing great. <laughs> you, you two sort this weird whatever it is out. I'm gonna go lay in the cart. And he just plops into the cart. Oh, be careful where you plop. There's a... Oh, God, I forgot. There's a dead guy in here. <laughs> oh, I'm still getting over that. Sorry. <laughs> um. Okay, so um, the, the horse is just still jiving. That, that, uh, that, that illusion lasts for, for quite a while, as long as Timothy's keeping it going. Well, let's uh, let's hop in the let's hop back on the cart and take the road. Let's go. I don't want to linger here. I don't. I really don't want to linger here with uh, what with what just happened. Sherman, you were doing pretty well with the horse back there. Do you want to take the reins for a bit? I'll, I'll give it a I'll give it a shot. Sure. Cool. I hop in the cart with Timothy and just make sure he's doing all right. Okay. You're right, pal. <laughs> Timothy's just sitting right next to a dead guy. Um, so Sherman, you take the reins, and because this horse is still chill, give me animal handling with advantage. Okay. Uh, they were both sixes, so that's a no. seven. Aww. We're back, buddy. Oh, no. We're back, the everyone. Corpse. So man, this horse is so chill. So chill, in fact, that it's uh, it's not going anywhere. Hanging. This might seem unorthodox, but I'm gonna slap its ass. Mm. <laughs> okay, give me another roll. <laughs> Is this a normal one? <laughs> With advantage, that's fine. Okay. It's still, the spell's still there. <laughs> okay. Wow. Oh so my God. Where, where has this happened before? It seems like deja vu, I swear. <laughs> I rolled a two, and then I rolled a three. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> the most mundane tasks we can't do. But the goddess tells us that we have to save the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The horse snaps out of the jive illusion. Oh no, those realizes those are, No, those are my beats. Sees through the illusion realizes it's on a fairy that's like rocking a little bit and it's kind of angled and it jets forward in like absolute terror at realizing it's 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 not in the place it remembers being Sherman you roll back into the wagon with Flowerkraut and Timothy uh, trying not to land on Jokan's body excuse and me, the excuse horse me. excuse me ah. Sorry, sorry about that. Oh, hi, Sherman. Jeez. 
Sherman, oh, your armor is very that heavy. That would be my elbow. That would, in fact, be my elbow. Let me move that for you, you, sir. Thank you. And the wagon is moving at top speed <laughs> down the All road. Right. Okay, Flower Crowd tries to get up front <laughs> to get control of this thing. Ah, oh, fuck. Okay, here, here comes the crowd. Ah. So I need you to roll an acrobatics check to get up to the front seat because the, cool. the wagon, when you guys are hitting rocks now, you the whole wagon's flying up in the air and you guys are landing hard. Cool. I'm not the best for this, so we'll see how it goes. So this is uh, one of those movie scenes where someone's like army crawling to try and grab the reins. Oh no. Okay, big, big rock. Oh, ah! oh no. Big rock. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> And, I, and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's actually a four, right? Don't you have a negative one to that? I, uh, no, I have a zero for acrobatics. It's oh. a negative one to athletics, actually. Oh, athletics, got oh. it. So, oh my god. Oh boy. Flower, you you bounce out of the cart. No! Oh, fuck! Oh. <laughs> I bounced back to my friends. I will allow uh, you guys to both make a dexterity saving throw to try and catch her before she flies out of the cart. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not gonna be me. <laughs> not Timothy. <laughs> oh, no. Seven. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, uh, no. Sherman was still on top of me. I couldn't get oh, to her. Oh, thank God. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> That's a 17. Oh, sweet beans. Thank you, Sherman. Uh, so memory flashes back to Sherman dropping Flower Crowd off the side of a cliff. He remembers. And, <laughs> and the memory is replaced with this one now. And he grabs hold of her as she's about to go flying out and pulls her back in. And you guys uh, go, you know, a, a couple yards further down and the horse seems to like, it starts to become a little uh, weary of how fast it's exerting itself. It slows down a bit. Um, and you're, somebody's at this point able to crawl into the, uh, the front seat. Uh, Flower Kraut smiles knowingly at Sherman. Um, kind of like, hey, you, you, you caught me, thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, remember that one time where I didn't? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I? I was thinking about that a lot right right now. <laughs> Boy, am I glad that didn't happen twice. Let me tell you. All right, I, I'm, I'm assuming with them doing that, I will I will do my best to climb forward and give a animal handling check. Go for it. Okay. And Everyone you said we're slowed down, so I, I don't need to do an acrobatics check? Nope. You're okay. able to climb up. Mm -hmm. Wow. We're bad at simple <laughs> tasks. Um, I, think, I think horses just hate all of you guys. So we went from, what was what was it? A 17 from Sherman to a nine for Timothy. Yeah, with a nine, you're able to grab the reins. The horse isn't really responding to what you want it to do, but the horse is also just following the road anyway and it seems to be going at a normal pace. So really, there's not much to be done if this is what you want. I mean, you're, you're not like, you're not in control, but the horse is moving. Oh, I see the problem now. You knocked your earbuds out, bud. Let's just, let's just get those beats back again, shall we? And I cast Minor Illusion once again. And you, the three of you look back at the river behind you and you see that the swarms have kind of inched up to the water. Some of them are flying 
above the river, but it seems that they are moving fairly quickly throughout Praxel. Not knowing, you know, are, have they devoured the entirety of Jokan's farm already? Uh, maybe they're already in search of the next crop, but they are definitely moving and they're moving in your direction. Um, they're still off in the distance. They're no threat to you right now. But the three of you take the wagon, and about half an hour later, you come down off of a hill, and you can see the city of, or the town of Wallach just off in the distance. It's a proper-sized town, even though you are very well aware that this is an island of farmers. Uh, this town has, you know, well-paved, um, well, cobblestone streets, stone-mortared homes, and there appears to be a big plaza in the center of it. And as you guys ride in to Wallach, you see that, well, it's it's starting to get dark outside. Oh, hey, Timothy, can I mash up one of your feathers? Like, do you mind? Sure, I'm pretty sure I've been leaving plenty behind me for unknown reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll just take some moltings. I won't rip any out of you or anything. Cool. I definitely want to eventually make some uh, feather fall potion out of this. Nice. So you arrive in Wallach and you notice that all of the people have gathered at the plaza and you can hear music and you can see and hear signs of celebration. As you stride into, uh, into the town on the wagon, there's no one there to greet you. There's no one there standing guard, nothing. It's just you ride in and it almost seems abandoned, but except for the fact that you can see that everyone is at the Harvest Festival. Guys, um, I feel like oh, one of us, is, we're gonna they have to break, know. we're gonna have to break the news. Never thought I would, I don't want to be the downer of the party, but these people are in trouble. Yeah, they, they freaking are. Oh man. We gotta, we gotta make our way into that festival. Hopefully everyone understands that we didn't, we didn't steal this cart. That'll look real bad. So what's the game plan? You guys are, um, I assume, approaching the plaza in the wagon. And at this point, at this point, you know, through through many failed attempts, you guys have finally gotten control of this horse and you're kind of <laughs> at a decent canter. Can I can I do perception check to see if uh, if the bugs are like in a vi like visible, you know, it, it, even though they're at a distance, if they're visible? Sure. Um, go ahead and roll perception. While she's doing that, could I also roll a perception check just to see if there's anyone in this gathering that looks like a leader of sorts that we could maybe sure. have Sherman talk to being a, a member of, I would assume, a well-known organization? I got an eight. So you turn around, flower crowd, and you see nothing uh, okay. of, of insects and bugs off in the distance. Um, from what you can tell, they're moving, but they're not moving nearly at the speed that you guys have across the island. They're not chasing any you guys there. They just seem to be consuming as they go. And I rolled a, I rolled a 10. <laughs> so, Timothy, there's a lot of people here and they're all moving around and there doesn't seem to be anybody Man, who's They all look so um, important. I can't tell thing. who's the most important one. And they're all dressed in um, just very common clothes. These look like just, just farmers, really. Sherman, I'm afraid if there is a leader, he's a leader of the people and <laughs> he or she does not want to seem above the rest, so we might have a hard time finding someone to talk to. Uh, is there uh, maybe like a like a medic tent or something? I mean, not that, not that, uh, not that he needs a medic, but might be a good place to start. So, 
with you guys looking around, you're now pretty much just entering into the plaza area, and some of the people, you know, are, are dancing to music and playing little games, and you see children running around, and some of them stop and look at you, and you know, they see they see these, you know, people on a cart that are very different from them. Most everyone in this village is human. There's a lot of, you know, pause. I mean, the, the music continues to play in the background, but you see people kind of just like looking at you strangely. Mm. There doesn't seem to be anything like of a medic tent. There's, I mean, this is a very humble harvest celebration. What you guys do notice is that in the center of the plaza is a fountain. And the fountain has these platforms that kind of circle around it with a big stone bowl at the top. Some of the people start to kind of murmur amongst each other like, who, who are these people? Oh, I don't, I don't recognize them. Like, you know, and uh, they seem a little off about someone just riding a, a wagon, you know, into the celebration. And then one one kid walks up and he he sees the uh, the crates stacked in the wagon, and he goes, "Oh, hey, the monkey fruits here!" And a bunch of people, oh yeah, yeah, they all oh, no. start, you know, you know yelling no, it kid, out. There's oh. no monkey. There's no fruit. There's no. There's no monkey. There's no fruit here. Some of the people start ah. approaching the wagon, looking to kind of off, off crate everything from the wagon. All right. Uh. Um, I was going to do something where I was going to leave uh, Sherman and Timothy to go find help, and I would go hang out on a roof and give a sing a signal of like thunder if I saw the bugs coming. But I think at this moment, I'm going to use Thaumaturgy to kind of be more commanding. Okay. And uh, <laughs> and get the attention of the people. So really quick question. Um, are you using your uh, booming voice or are you using the thunder? I'm gonna use the booming voice. Um, okay. I was gonna do thunder as a signal that the bugs were coming so that Sherman and Timothy would know that like they're, they're on the horizon. But but that was if we got split up. But I'm thinking at this point, since everyone's surrounding the cart, I'm gonna kind of try to get control of the situation here if I can. Okay, and are you doing this in flower kraut voice or hot babe flower voice? <laughs> I think maybe she'll keep the the same voice. Okay. So she's gonna uh, flower kraut's gonna use thaumaturgy to kind of talk over the the people. And she's gonna make her voice boom extra loud. Okay. And she's going to say, Ah, uh, hello, kind people of Praxel. I'm so sorry to interrupt your festivities, but we need help. We found this poor man. He got attacked by some bugs and they are headed this way. We need, to, is there a place that we can get to safety? Everyone's stunned at the, the, the volume of your voice. Like the music stops. Everyone just in their tracks turns towards you and they're all kind of staring at you and looking at each other. And then one lady runs over to this house at the end of the plaza and bangs on it and out steps this man wearing much more regal clothing. And you see her whispering, you know, like just, you know, at, at, at him and he looks confused. He looks down at her and he steps out of the building, looks up at the wagon and he's like, he's got a, a pinky in his ear. Like that was really loud. 
And this who exactly are you? We're visitors. We came to the festival and we met this very kind farmer, Joe Kahn, and he got attacked. You hear a bunch of people being like, oh yeah, Joe, what? What, 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 what? Joe Kahn, Joe Kahn. Yeah, like there's murmuring across the crowd. I'm sorry to hit your town with this, but if there is anywhere safe, we can all go. I can explain what we saw. I, I think you're mistaken, ma'am. This island is protected by Miriam herself. What is this trickery that you're up to? <laughs> uh, at that point, uh, I think Timothy would perk up and be like, excuse me, uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, Timothy would? <laughs> or sh- did I? Did Are that you, just happen? You, you Timothy Biscuit. <laughs> I, hello. Um, I'd like to play you a song about Carol. <laughs> there were some bugs. They didn't give us hugs. They tried to kill us all. And then we ran into a river, and then we almost elf fall. Almost elf fall. Sure, let's go with it. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. Sherman, I remember you saying you did voices, but man, you're good. <laughs> uh, so, Sherman... Uh, Sherman, uh, perks up and says, excuse me, sir, I, I take it you're the, uh, um, per- not person of interest, what did they say it was again? Yes, yes, uh, I am Lord Galago, I am the Lord of Praxil, and I'm here with my people, celebrating, as I do annually, the Harvest Festival. I still have not really... Uh, received an answer to my question, who are you? Well, that's what I was just getting to. I just wanted to, you know, kind of get a semblance of what your title was. So, but I, you know, sometimes I jumble up my, my words and uh, anyway, uh, my name's Sherman. I'm Sherman Jeopard. I am, uh, I'm from PAL and I'm on a rover assignment that has brought me to your island, which is very beautiful, by the way. I must say, quite a nice island. But unfortunately, something's not good. And we really recommend that everyone evacuate immediately to the safest possible location. Thank you. You see a lot of heads perk up when you mention PAL. And some of the villagers, uh, you know, point at you and they, they say, oh, you know, they, they, they acknowledge that you're wearing the symbol. Some of them know who Pal is, what, what Pal is. They, they all start talking amongst themselves and they start, some of them are still confused. Some of them seem hopeful that this news is not going to be as bad because they've got someone here. Oh, no, it's real bad. But mm-hmm. <laughs> as, as you read the, so uh, I need you to roll a performance check. I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. Persuasion check. Okay. Oh, God. No. It's a uh, uh, six. Six total. So this man who addressed himself as Lord Galago does not seem very convinced. Typical. (laughs) This is an outrage. We are just humble people here trying to celebrate Miriam's blessing. And you come in here. Trying to disband us. We can't have even the simplest of things. And and why exactly? And you hear someone, someone's actually off, uh, pulling the, a crate off of the, 
off of the wagon. These people seem very like they don't they don't have any kind of sense of personal space. Like they're all very close knit farmers. And one of them goes, "Hey, Joe Collins, right? Joe Collins, right here. Uh, he he he's he's saying he's telling the truth. And why should we trust what they have to say? They could have killed him themselves and brought the this." This needs an explanation right now. I I need gods, gods. And you see a couple very ill-equipped humans come walking out. Uh, yes, Lord. I need them over here. Everyone, it's, everyone calm down. Everything is fine. Continue with the celebration and we will take care of this. It's fine. This is all just a matter of trickery. You know how... You know how that goes. We all here know all history with the Fae and their trickery. Now, I'm not sure if the Fae sent these these travelers, but we're going to get this figured out right now. All right. Uh, Flowercut's taking the gloves off. She's going to use Charm Person on this guy. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hopefully that goes well. <laughs> I, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to tell him, I, I'm going to pull him aside and say, Sir, we were sent by Miriam herself. We were here to help you, I assure you. So at this point, you guys have been pulled aside with Galago and a couple of the guards. They're not uh, aggressively like handling you off of the cart or anything, but you guys are all kind of off to the side away from the celebration. And, and certainly the people have gone back to, you know, hesitantly dancing to the music, you know, the 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 band kind of like slowly ramps up again. The kids go back to running around. And you actually, as you're walking over there to, to speak with Galago, um, you hear these children running around. And after what he just said, they start chanting this little child song. And you hear them say, Allow no fay on Praxel stay. They'll ruin every single day. Allow no fay on Praxel stay. And they're just teetering around the fountain. <laughs> that song is awful. Flowercrout remembers that song for sure. She does. And so you uh, you're, you say this to Galago and you are casting Charm Person? Oh yeah. Okay, so Charm Person, I think he has to roll willpower? Yeah, wisdom saving throw uh, at, at 13. First wisdom. I keep saying willpower. No um, <laughs> DC 13. Yeah. Oh, so I rolled a whopping seven. Yeehaw. <laughs> we. <laughs> <laughs> so you charm him. He essentially is very agreeable at this point. And uh, for the duration, which is an hour, mm -hmm. he's not really like going to come off. You're not like in, in control of him, but he's right. friendly to you. And he goes, you are sincere. I, I certainly am. We we really need. We're just here to help your people right now, sir. Please let us let us help you. Uh, how can that be? Yeah, we are protected by Miriam herself. Miriam is in trouble, and she sent us to help. Wait, 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 wait! wait one, one moment. And he turns, and he calls out, Amelia. Well, there's Amelia. I need Amelia right now. And out of a very, very humble temple, not even, you can't even call it a temple, it's more of a shrine, steps this young girl 
in very, you know, beautifully embroidered robes. And the three of you are very well aware that this is a, a service uh, of Miriam, like cleric or priest. And she walks over and she looks very young for this position. Yes, but what is it, Lord? I, I pray that we are all safe. Apparently we're not. This lady here has told me that Miriam is in trouble. I, I, I find it very hard to believe, but for some reason it seems very convincing. <laughs> <laughs> and Mir- uh, Amelia turns. Well, perhaps we should uh, perform the ritual now in order to ensure our safety. Yes, I, I think that would be a good idea. And after, afterwards, we can get back to the celebration. I think it's a very good idea. So Amelia turns and starts heading over to the fountain. And Galago turns to the three of you and says, No, please, this will, well, this should answer all of our questions. And you see that the farmers come forward to the fountain bringing all kinds of fruit. Uh, from around the island of Praxel. Flower Crowd, you do remember some of the um, some of the things that you had encountered had encountered or you had maybe eaten oh, illegitimately yeah. by, you know, just stealing them from farms <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Pilfered some of that fruit. Well you lived here. So you see, you know, um, obviously people start pulling some moiki fruit. Although you do see someone they don't look like they're any kind of doctor, but they are tending to Jokan's body. Um, but you see others oh <laughs> have, have pulled off the crates and you see some of the moiki fruit is brought over to the fountain. You see someone bring kafu nuts, which you remember as being like coconuts, but when they break open, they essentially have coffee inside. Mm. You see someone else bringing glim, uh, gilm berries, which are these little uh, twigs of yellow berries that really sour. Um, you, you're kind of, your, your memories are flooding as you remember the things that, you know, the, the bounty of fruit that this island has. Someone brings pumpkins in, which are gourd-like fruits that uh, where the the meat inside the fruit is not meant to be eaten, which you found out the hard way when you tried to eat one. But the, <laughs> the seeds inside are incredibly sweet. And you later learned that the people turned them into candy. This is so cool, Aaron. The last fruit that's brought out is um, a blood tart which is an extremely spiky fruit. Uh, you, had, you, you actually had never eaten one of these because it seemed like it was too much trouble to try and peel it. Mm. Um, but from what, you, uh, well, from what you've heard, once you do break it open, it's like blood red on the inside, very sour, but also really delicious. So they bring all these fruits out and they lay them around the fountain. And Amelia goes about with the help of some of the farmers and she begins to carve them and extract into the bowl in the center. And you start to see they're making like a fruit salad almost of all these different fruits from Praxil in the, in the bowl. And you see everyone's kind of gathering around and they're kind of standing around in a circle around the fountain. And she recites, you know, script from Miriam. She goes on about the blessing about the protection and, and the crops and the bounty that Praxil receives every year. And everyone begins to sing. Miriam, oh Miriam, bless this bounty on this day. 
Miriam, oh Miriam, protect our harvest, this we pray. And they continue this song as she begins this ritual. And you watch as all the fruit begins to like light up and then it dims down. Like something was supposed to happen. Everyone's kind of confused and looking. And Amelia looks up in the sky and she gasps. And Lord Galago steps forward. What, 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 what is it, Amelia? I, I fear the worst. Lord Galago, the, the prime star, is gone. And everyone in, in the village looks up and they gasp and scream. And they all fall into absolute fear. And Galago runs around trying to calm everyone down, but it doesn't seem to be working. And he mm. kind of looks over his shoulder at the three of you, and he's got this look of terror on his own face. And he comes walking over. I, I don't, I don't understand. What does this mean? What does this mean for us? And Amelia, she's right by his side, and she says, "The protective magic of Apraxel is about to end. If we cannot." fulfill and complete this ritual. Lord Galago, we are in danger. And they looked to the three of you. Amelia, ma'am, Amelia, what what would need to happen in order to complete your ritual? I don't I don't know what we can do, but perhaps you can tell us maybe we maybe we can help you. Miriam must answer our prayer, and she's not there. How does a star disappear? And you see that she's suddenly having this crisis mm. of faith. And you hear off in the distance, as everyone is freaking out, this booming voice, same as flower crowds. You idiots truly have learned nothing. And then steps this cloaked figure with a quarterstaff, old but not haggardly, pulls back the hood of her cloak and it's this old woman with gray streaks through her hair. She's probably late 40s, maybe early 50s. And Flowercrout, you recognize her. It's <gasps> the little girl that yes. gave you the mortar and pestle. She walks over, you know, and you realize as she's as you see her and you see her facial features that so much time has passed that being a half-elf you age very differently from these humans. She walks right up to where you guys are having this conversation. and She says, she looks you straight in the eyes and she goes, I know who you are. Lily, is that you? She closes her eyes and nods her head. <sighs> I show her the mortar and pestle just so she's affirmed that it's me. So first, first you're chosen by her and now you're some kind of messenger from the prophetess of Archipeldia? Maya, aren't you the special one, Flowercrout? I don't know about all that. What exactly have you done with this great power bestowed upon you, hmm? The mortar and pestle? I, I admit, I haven't done much of anything with that, except try to pick myself up. But now I'm trying to do something. Do you know what's going on here, Lily? She turns to address both the three of you and Galago and Amelia. The Fae are on this island. And they, she says it quietly so as to not alarm anyone else. 
you see shock and terror in Galago's face and and the ritual needs to be completed when you say you were sent by Miriam herself what does that mean we're learning it ourselves to be quite honest with you Lily we're here for some reason and hell if I know why but it was by her so that has to mean we did something we, we can do something Miriam doesn't just and she, you see this confused look on Lily's face. But then Amelia perks up and she goes, You were chosen. You were chosen by the prophetess. If that is true, maybe you can finish this. Me? You, all th three of you were chosen, right? Yeah. You said you were sent here. Yes. What can we do? What would you have us do, my lady? Over here. She leads you back to the fountain. The ritual still kind of in stasis and she gestures for you all to reach out and take from the fruit this is an offering this was an offering to miriam every year miriam answers us by accepting this she partakes of the bounty of praxel and in return she keeps this island safe no fey no insects nothing to to devour our crops. We were once, well, according to the history books, we were once destitute, but it all has been thanks to her. If you, in fact, are chosen, partake. Um, Flowerkraut gives one last look to Lily to see what what she's thinking of all this, because Flowerkraut is knowing, like, they weren't <laughs> they weren't chosen to be deities in her place. So she's not sure if this will all work and if <laughs> she feels kind of silly, but if Lily looks optimistic, she wants to try. Lily, interestingly enough, looks, she gives you this look of like disdain, mm. almost like, like maybe she doesn't believe this is gonna work. Maybe this is all for naught, but you turn back and you see Amelia's face full of hope. Flowercrow sighs, feeling like a little embarrassed about it, but she's definitely willing to try. <laughs> and she picks up uh, a moiki fruit and passes it to Sherman and oh, picks oh, up one of the okay. berries. <laughs> I'm I'm going straight for that plumpkin. <laughs> oh, plumpkin! Uh, only eat the seeds. Fair warning, Sherman. All right, moiki fruit for me. Berries for you, Timothy. Oh, you. You know me so well. I mean, you guys reach in and it's it's basically a fruit salad, so you're getting a bit of everything. Mm. Oh, okay. And you hear Amelia say, partake of the ambrosia and bless this <laughs> island of Praxel. Are there marshmallows in here? What did she just say it was? <laughs> it's, it's an ambro... Timothy, it's an ambrosia salad. I think there's marshmallows in here. That's not important. Um, uh, People of Praxel! Oh, did you God, know he Sherman. was gonna do this? <laughs> no, fuck. Oh, I'm, just, I'm just going with it, I'm just going. People of Praxel! Calling attention to it. I don't, I really, normally I'm fine with being in the middle of a crowd, uh, being a, a performer and all, but uh, this is uncomfortable. On behalf of the prophetess Miriam. Oh no. <laughs> and the and, and the awesome god Trithurian as well. Uh, we partake in this Ritual of renewal and <laughs> Go with it, go with it. 
Um, yes. Uh, um, num, 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 Flower Crow is so skeptical, but she does take a bite. It's majestic in flavor. Okay. Wow. This is actually, well, <laughs> this is some good stuff. You see Amelia kind of like gesturing at Timothy to be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, like, <laughs> let's be reverent about this. <laughs> and then Timothy looks over at Sherman and you're like, oh, you're calling me out? <laughs> and the fruit lights up again. And as you guys eat it, it feels like you feel light. You feel something surging through you. And you feel the presence you felt on Adristia just for a second. Like maybe she's still here, but you feel I, it within. I can, I can feel her. And this pulse of, of energy centered on the fountain shoots off in all directions and you see this absolute look of relief and excitement coming from Amelia and Galago is just like not sure what's going on but hopeful and then you see Lily and she looks skeptical and Amelia says you did it you just it's true she turns to Galago they're they're really they're really here they're sent by Miriam and Lily's got this eye. She's looking up at the sky. She's looking off in the distance. And you see her do some semantics with her hands. And I wouldn't be so sure. Turns around. It worked. But it appears that the magic only extends to the edge of this town. The island is still threatened. The Fae are still here. And that is where we will end our session. Wins with you, BB Army. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Break, Battle, and Roll. We hope you're enjoying our adventure as much as we are in creating it. If you're looking for more ways to connect with Break, Battle, and Roll, follow our Instagram and Twitter, both at Break, Battle, Roll. Or stop by and give us a like on the Break, Battle, and Roll Facebook page. Additionally, you can follow Chad Stafford at his Instagram and Twitter at It's Chit Chad. That's I-T-S-C-H-I-T- C-H-A-D, as well as his YouTube channels, Chit Chad and Chit Chad Plays. Janelle Wilkie on her Instagram, at Janelle.Wilkie, that's J-A-N-E-L-L-E dot W-I-L-K-E. Join our good buddy Dustin Bleshman as he streams on twitch.tv slash thefinaldestination. Follow his Instagram and TikTok, both at the underscore final underscore destination, and his Twitter, at F-I-N-L destination. You can also find me, Aaron, on Twitter at Aarkuma. That's A-A-R-K-U-M-A. Though the four of us bring this podcast to you, it wouldn't have the same audio quality without our amazing musicians, Ben Holland and Rory O'Neill, providing our theme song and musical accompaniment. Ben can be found on SoundCloud, and you can find Rory on Twitter at Trench Roarfare. That's T-R-E-N-C-H-R-O-R-F-A-R-E. We'd also like to shout out our good friends at the Roaring D20s, another fantastic D&D podcast with DM Scott Jones. Give them a follow on their Instagram and Twitter at RD20s Podcast. That's RD, the number two, the number zero, S, podcast. Now that you're a part of the BB Army, help spread the word. Got a friend or two that's run dry on D&D podcasts? Send them our way. Also, if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. We'd love to hear what you think. Thanks again for listening. Now it's time for me to get back on the story arc, grab a drink, and get ready for the next adventure. Until next time.